Welcome to Buddha Eyes Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to listen to us and uh, share the journey within Soundless to Sound Frequency Vibration. So, Hanuman's here today. We've got Ganesh always anchored in Ganesh because he's just the light of our lives. Um, but Hanuman's here because, uh, in particular, well, you know, he's uh, resonance is fully immersed in, you know, the rainforests of the world and uh, nature in general. But let's talk about climate change, hot topic right now. Um, so when we say climate change, we're not talking about the way it, 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 we're talking about sustainability in a way that is through soundless to sound frequency vibration. So all you yogis out there, which is pretty much all of you, and all of you who don't know it, you're, you're also a yogi or you have your inner yogi. And remember, terms are only a way to describe something. You know, you can change the term, you can use something else, or you give yourself no terms. But for us in a podcast, it's easy to use that terminology. So you have the ability to raise your vibe. That's not unknown in this world. There's so much information out there. In fact, sometimes it's information overload. But shifting your frequency from that which is fear-based you know, which you see everywhere. You see it on your TV with all your dramas and, uh, you know, it, it tends to exploit things that are happening that, um, you know, sometimes can, um, you know, incidences in people's lives. But they tend to focus on that. But if we change our vibration and shift our frequency to an elevated state or status and it doesn't mean better or higher or lower. It doesn't mean someone's on a low level. It doesn't mean any of those things. What it means is that by shifting your frequency and raising your vibration and tuning into your soundlessness, you re literally remember or become the essence in presence of the ability to self-see. Now, it's always present. Your subconscious is very much tuned in, tapped into. It's that energy that is keeping your heart pumping. It's your energy that's renewing your cells within your infrastructure. It's always present, but so often we're disconnecting. We're, we're, we're always in a state of separation. You know, we go into our own storytelling that's always fear-based. And not all of you are on that frequency, and some of you have tuned in that are on that frequency. So we're, we're navigating your neural pathways to connect and those of you who have already elevated your frequency into a state where you don't tune into that uh, and have raised your vibration will weave a, a tapestry of light waves into this podcast for you as well. But because say here in Australia we've got fires and there's been things that have happened, there's been fatalities and all sorts of things that have, um, you know, rewiring people into a deeper sense of fear. We thought we'd touch base with that, and so Hanuman's here to share the wonderment of the ability to create rainforests through frequencies. Okay, so we all know how to plant trees, and if you don't, well, that information's out there, so we won't go into that detail. But we're here in Australia, and there's also water restrictions, and we're going to tap into the frequency of light regarding the dance of the elements because the dance of the elements as in the air, ether, fire, water, earth are a symbiosis in, and it's in every living organism in this world. You know, you look at plants, they have a vascular system. Human beings have a vascular system. So the mirroring and the elemental forces are within all of life's uh, streams, uh, especially in Gaia. So tapping into that frequency that recognizes how to self-seed. So nature is self-seeding all the time. It's adaptable. It adapts its equanimity within how it um, self-seeds itself. So when it gives itself or gifts itself new life, then that uh, pathogen, that, that uh, homeostatus, is already transforming. It's coagulating in a different way. So in other words, as that new life form in a forest or a bushland or, you know, generally speaking, um, when it comes to nature, as it births itself again, its tapestries within that light frequency have already taken into account the elemental forces in the environment. So it's adapting. So humans have that ability to adapt, but it also, and, and nature has the same thing, but it lives it. Human beings tend to have a tendency to block itself. You know, we block our, our infinite potential. And when we let go of the neediness and come into the abundance of existence, then how our mental thoughts create our stories shifts in frequency vibration. And this is a really important fundamental element of 
expanding into quantum physics, it's expanding into metaphysics uh, or the awareness of it, and then manifesting through the physical nature, which is physics, in a simplistic way of expressing it, definitely, for all you physics scientists out there. But life is, has a simplicity about it. Nature shares its simplicity because it does it so effortlessly. You know, human beings go into the mind and it has to navigate it. It has to create complicated uh, systems where you look in an ecosystem when it's in harmony of itself. It's just doing its thing. Bees are doing its thing, you know, and they do it so eloquently and so naturally. But human beings think that to have something be the change, it has to be complicated, yet it doesn't. So the more we go into our breath, and go into the elongated breath, it calms our nervous systems, take, taking us out of our monkey mind, out of our complicated uh, thought frames, and goes into the easement of existence through conscious awareness. That which is what our subconscious is already tuned in and tapped into. And it also creates that connectivity because so often we've numbed ourselves or uh, disconnected in so many ways. And every moment provides an opportunity to have a new beginning. Dancing in Ganesh comes in. <laughs> so he loves to help people with new beginnings. And new beginnings are happening every moment. If you're having a living a life that you don't enjoy, you don't thrive in, then this is the moment that you can tune in and tap in to the cosmic uh, existence naturally, playfully, creating a new journey. That's why people are so into vision boards, and that may not be your thing. Um, you know, for us, you know, we're doing this project in the Riverina, so we've taken some, um, we've got our Ajna, definitely we use our mind's eye, but if you if you need something more tangible, so something more tactile, then grab Instamax, grab some photos, take some snapshots that are instantly producing and add them to some way, so either a collage or something that you find you can tune in, remind yourself when you, you know, stray from your, you know, your, your new beginning where you want to create a different life. You know, captivate those moments that you feel joy, whether it's a colour palette, you know, using colour, whether it's a flower, whether it's an experience that you've really enjoyed. You know, if you tend to be erring on the negative side of um, an adventure and you need to draw yourself back into your equanimity, your centering, then capturing those moments that are joyful, and for us, we tend not to do that too much because we like to create new beginnings in every moment and keep moving forward and see where we're going and where we want to take our journey and focus on that. So we very much focus in our third eye, you know, because that's our, cap that's our captivation because it's always multidimensional and that's where we tend to thrive. But you've got to, it's really important to tune into where you feel the resonance of because when you resonate with something, you're more likely to stay the course, whatever that is for you. But for those of you who do love vision boards, then taking the instant camera out and taking those instant snapshots, add them so it's a visual, you know, if you like a design that you want to bring into your life that maybe is a, a place for you to, to live in or dwell in, you know, a home structure or a holiday or whatever it is. But if it, you want to go deeper into your journey, which is where we navigate our neural pathways, then transcend that again and open up to your Ajna and create your vision board that then is easy to tune into, tap into and transform and change as your journey goes along. But for those of you who like that tactile presence, then you can also change that. You can move your pins around once you've achieved something or if you've come closer to you don't need that visual reference or that tool anymore. You can unpin it, take it off and put something new up there. You know, so it's great. It's like a Monopoly board. Or use an analogy that you love to have. You know, if you like using colour post-it notes, then use those. Whatever is your resonance, utilise that tool or those tools to bring a manifested way of existing and journeying that's going to be sattvic for you, something that's going to help you to thrive in your everyday moment. So rather than tuning into the, the, the devastation of what the media and all those things or, or the conversation you might be having with someone that's only focusing on the fear-based elemental forces. Shift your focus into your world that's full of nature, that which is in harmony, your rainforests, your bushlands that are, that are, that are moist and uh, rich with the waterways and tributaries, the streams are running fluently. So focus that vision 
You know, this is about tuning in and shifting the frequency, focusing on what renewal regeneration does. So when a fire comes through, it regenerates, it rejuvenates, and it brings a new life force into that that world. It rehabitates itself. So if you want to focus on increasing, so you, you let go of the water restriction element and you bring in the abundance of water, shift into that frequency, add that to your water boards, add those billabongs, add those uh, beautiful natural rivers and streams and lakes and clean ocean imagery into that and focus that frequency of soundness to sound frequency into that vision. You can change your world. You know, here in Australia, there is no need ever to have water restrictions. It's an abundant, vital life force that is liquefied. We have that. But with all the scaremongering, you know, people tune into that frequency. So we're asking those of you who are ready to be that participant and really tap into the waterways to expand them and focus on that frequency. Nature kicks in and will we release a new billabong into its uh nature world, its natural world, whether it's a rainforest or uh, a landmass, it can create that, you know. You look at those lakes that disappear for long periods of time, you know, we have that in Australia, Lake Eyre, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue it seems, which is never out of the blue in, in actuality, it all of a sudden the lake is there. So recognise that nature is so infinitely tuned in, tapped into that infinity of vital resources it's people that keep limiting. So change your thought frames around that. You know, start visualizing our waterways becoming fluid, that our waterways are pure. They're, uh, you know, they're a pure sense of activity that is conscious itself. Therefore, it's able to keep creating itself. So to keep tapping into those frequencies. And yet, we're tuning into you right now. So those of you who are really struggling, maybe some of you are really immersed in that and it's really hard to see through the smoke. Like fog, fog clears and, you know, when the sun burns the fog away and then there's this beautiful day ahead of you, so too is that smoke that has created the haze and the pollution. That too can be dispersed. The air element can come in and bring that all the way out of existence in Gaia. It can do that. It can do that in any place, any location, any country. It's capable so let go of your limitations of what's possible. Start focusing on the airways being purified naturally. It can happen. If you don't believe it, it's okay. If you can't get it, you can't resonate it, that's okay. But for those of you who can get the possibilities and self-seed, just that infinite possibility, even if you can't really get the resonance of it completely, recognize that it's possible. It can happen. It can change. You know, and then reduce your carbon emissions. You know, walk more places. Simple, you know. There's so many things that we can do naturally. But the more we tune into the frequency, it won't be thinking that we have to do anything. It's something that there's this beautiful desire from within the physical being that desires to change the way we create, whether you're increasing your compost and using that beautiful rich hummus that's created by that and adding that to your ground because there's moisture in hummus, there's moisture in uh, compost, you know, there's moisture in those things. So adding that to your ground brings moisture into the ground. Therefore, it's feeding those plants the moisture in that compost, okay? Something so simple. It's not always about putting the hose onto the garden. It's adding moisture through those elements. There's so many things that we can think differently about and then create differently through you know, those beautiful gateways that we can body. So, you know, we talk about energy gateways. You know, Gaia has those gateways. It knows how to neutralize itself. It knows how to moisturize itself. It knows how to revitalize and hydrate itself. So maybe as people, maybe as human beings, you would like to tap into how to hydrate yourself differently. You know, tune in to the water element and allow those cells to become more fruitful and more abundant in hydration and fluid and let them present themselves through self-seeding and it'll change because your molecular structure can change itself. Just like the lizard that can grow a tail, human, the human entity can really create and transform. And it's been scientifically proved. You've got beautiful people like Joe um, Dispenza that is a 
we apologize profusely when we mispronounce words. We do that often because we ourselves evolve in our own frequencies and therefore sometimes the sounds of those, those words, we tend to transform ourselves within. So don't take offense for that. If we, we name someone and it's a different name um, or it pronounces differently, our vibration is that which that's what it just happens. So you can change it to the name that you know and the pronunciation you know. No drama in that, right? Okay, so but he's doing great work, and he's 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 a, a, a neural pathway in itself that's transforming people to help them tap into different frequencies. You're able to do that of your own volition. You know, it's not necessarily that you have to go to someone else to ignite that. However, if you find that is an easy process, then there's great people like that helping people. Just even create an awareness about the infinite possibilities of what changing your frequencies can do for you. You know, one of the things that this physical form that we 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 embody and it's always changing. It, there's this inner voice that always comes up and says, I'm not the person I thought I was. Now, all that saying is that I'm now a different person that I was a moment ago. It's such a natural evolution. And you yourself probably have many times have tapped into that. Maybe the words, the language that's coming through has been different. But letting yourself become that energized person, that, that new person that is seeing a different pathway moving forward in your future self, which is always manifesting in your now moment, Echo Tolly definitely shared that over and over again. So you have these beautiful people sharing the wisdom of the isness. You're part of that flow when you tune in, tap into those infinite frequencies and let go of that need to constantly tap into drama, to constantly create drama. You know, we recently had this person tap in and they're going through some, you know, many, many dramas, but the monkey mind in this person is on overdrive, always seeking more drama, focusing on that drama. And so we suggested that first start in the simple art of breathing, going into that elongated breath. Go and an elongated breath starts with sort of slow deepening of the breath and eventually you elongate your breath into the presence of existence with it where there's silence there's that pure presence which is so calming now since we spoke to that person that person's gone into overdrive and they've gone and tapped into more drama and escalating that because they're constantly holding their breath. They haven't done one of those things, one of those exercises. Just simply tuning in, okay, where am I breathing right now? Oh my goodness, I've realized I've held my breath. Yeah, so we can see you nodding. It's easy to do, right? You just hold your breath. You have an experience and you're holding your breath. That's the moment to breathe deeper into your body. Breathe deeper into cosmic consciousness because that's what you're doing. Your body is cosmic consciousness itself. It's created through consciousness. It's created through the cosmos. You know, haven't you noticed? You look around and we're all these beautiful different shapes, colors, sizes, different attributes. They're all exquisite by their very nature. You know, yeah, breathe that in. It's nice to know that, isn't it? Because so often there's this mirroring out there of what perfection is, which truly doesn't exist except in your social medias. <laughs> so change your social media, change it up, mix it up, share the beauty that you are. Is your nose crooked? Beautiful. Is it pointy? Beautiful. Are your eyes drooping downwards? Gorgeous. <laughs> are they wide-eyed? Beautiful. You know, it's all wonderful, but then go beyond that again and share the wonderment of the beautiful world, the natural world, which is full of the rich state of water, air, ether, fire, in balance and in harmony. Earth is always, Gaia is changing her molecular structure. And we said we genderized it, but it is an agenda. But Gaia is always transforming her particles or its particles, his particles, if you feel the need to genderize. So Gaia is a vital life force. It's conscious. It can change its gender. It can change its form. It can change its formulations. It changes and coagulates with nature itself because it is nature. When you tune in and recognize that you are in non-separation of Gaia and you recognize you're in an abundance, then there's no calamities, you know. Gaia has a beautiful way of cleansing itself, definitely. But it'll change how you want to create your dwellings. It'll change how you want to create your manufacturing processes. It will change that naturally without berating each other, without hitting each other over the head and arguing all the time about which way to go with climate. 
Because when you tune into nature, when you tune into Gaia, when you tune into your resonance within cosmic consciousness, all those elemental forces will present themselves in such a way that the argument argumentation of everything changes into augmentation of something. In other words, you actualize something of a different nature through equanimity, through effortless manifestation. You stop being at war with, with each other and yourself about how you compost, about how you use plastics, about how you do everything. It will change naturally because you'll be inspired to change those of you into manufacturing you're already making inroads of how you manufacture you cease to be the disposable society that wants to create these these land masses with excessive clothing and you stop using things in the way that disposes it disposes of something when you put it in your garbage bin you don't look at it anymore you don't ever have to you put your streetscapes and you put all the things that you don't want on your things so the councils come by and do council pickups you've got all these things going on but you literally change how you spend you change how you use your energy you change how you do this naturally without being dictated by another human being as to how to do something or to put it out there you know the the the, the super um nonsensical sattvic banner, that which is seen as perfect. This is the only way that you can do this. There isn't only one way. So by stop the, the cessation of burying each other and tune into a different frequency, your neural pathways are navigating on a different level. And you no longer want to preach to another as to how to live their life because you're so immersed into changing your own life, looking at yourself as to how you can be the difference and your own change of how you want to create as Gaia, connected, what work you want to create through, what work you want to participate in, how you then create you know, what do you do in your own kitchen? How do you create your food? How do you create your gardens? You know, with nature, because you're tuned as particles of nature, it all changes. What sprays you use? You cease to use the sprays that are chemical based that are going to cause harm in some way. And yes, that's a huge debate, so we're not going to go there because that's not the conversation we're here to share. We're talking about tuning in on a frequency vibration from the soundlessness that changes and transforms your neural pathways that connects you on such a frequency that you change the way you bring your manifestations into this world. That's where we're coming from. That's what this podcast is all about, letting go of that limited construct that is always on attacking mode and really look at yourself as how am I going to be the change in my world? How am I going to be the difference? And you're doing that naturally. And do you notice the calming effect? Do you notice the calming effect on the voice? And how your body then, whew, I need to take a deep breath in this, you know, because all along this, even listening to this podcast, you're tensing your muscles, you know, you're not helping your bowel when you tense your muscles up. You know, relax your solar plexus. It's in the bliss of cosmic consciousness. Your sacral is now harmonizing in a healed state of awareness and all your emotional turmoil is being pooed out of you. Yep, that's it. It's literally going through your digestive system and it's going through a natural release, a cleansing process. Okay. For those of you with poophobia, that's something to just breathe into and relax and let go of. Okay makes great compost, okay? You, it brings beautiful microbes into your organisms within your systems, around your gardens, you know? Bringing into a way that we deal with our own bodily waste, right? Instead of relying on a community um, outlet that is on, literally overloaded, we deal with our own waste matter in our own gardens of life, okay, which is our own fauna and flora within our own human form. Then we take that into our home and we deal with our own waste on site, okay. That's another way. So not to stress about this if you're not geared up, set up to that. Start with shifting your frequency and you know what? You have this incredible ability to be creative and you will tap into these frequencies that will want to incite within you to create differently and therefore create a way that's going to be in harmony of your own nucleus environment. And then that has a rippling effect, uh, out effect naturally. It's not about <laughs> waving the super sapphic banner. It's not about being a carnivore, vegetarian or vegan. Let go of all those labels unless you're militant about that and you still want to carry on with that. You know, who are we to say not to? However, when you're changing your frequencies, you let go of all of that. 
you look at yourself at a much deeper level and you see where you're at. And if those labels serve you in any moment, then they will simply be what is. However, then go deeper again and shift your frequency vibration and tune into another one. And you, we won't say the words for it because you will know what we're talking about, will you? Because you'll be living it. And there'll be such a sense of calm and peace and just love absolute love and the, the animals of all your world you'll tap into energetically you know the horse that's in another stratosphere you'll feel it you'll be able to sense it you you'll be able to cuddle it it will come up to you and nuzzle into you the, the plants start to communicate to you and you will feel the petals of that flower communicating to you. This is where we come. This is where, this is where we come from in our world. This is where we tune in and tap in. This is where we're creating our Gaia. And it's so beautiful. You know, we can touch a snake, you know, and feel it communicating to us. We can flow within a spider's web and feel the vibrations of that and it's talking to us it's sharing how it it balances the ecosystem when it captures an insect that's not serving the ecosystem and that becomes food fodder like when you're tapping into how nature works and become that essence there's such a calm force that runs through your human form because it's what we're talking about when we're talking about in this vibration of a human form is not the vibration that you started the podcast with Okay, but you feel so in in love with with who and what you're about. But you feel in love with Gaia itself. You feel in love with the natural natural forces, and there's no there's just simply that co-creation that's then expanding the rainforest. It's expanding the bushlands, expanding the gardens that we have around us. It's it's fusing with us. We've got our projects, and we're infusing the vital life force. We're we're embodying the water element in in that resonance, in that place that we're that we're, we're building an earth bag ship. It's 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 such a natural flow because it's coming from a state of abundance. You know, there's a different energy. Yeah, so you can feel it. Your head's now buzzing, right? You can feel your neural pathways are really tuned in, tapped in. They're lighting up like Christmas tree lights. They're lighting up like the stars in the night sky. That's your neural pathways, you know, evacuating anything that no longer serves you and infusing this beautiful vital radiance that is you. Yeah, and feel how beautiful your solar plexus is, right? It's so relaxed, you know. Feel free to rub your tummy, rub your belly. <laughs> Have you ever noticed the happy Buddha and it rubs, they say, rub its belly? You're rubbing your belly. You're the happy Buddha right now. <laughs> it's a natural response, okay? Yeah, allow yourself and notice your spine is now totally relaxed. You're zenning. Whew, that was good. <laughs> So we've moved into this beautiful frequency that is so calm and present. It's This has been your meditation. So meditation for some of you is like, oh, that feels all too hard. When you literally tap into this frequency, you're in a per permanent meditative state. You're functioning. You're not sitting in lotus. You're moving. You're getting up and getting your breakfast or having your dinner or making something or you're creating. You're at work wherever you are right now. You know, you're feeling the flow. You might be on your lunch break, you know. Not driving though, right? <laughs> you might be walking somewhere, but very present, taking into what's your environment, you know, stopping at the traffic signals. Your presence, your presence is very different. It's lit up like, like yeah, the tapestries of light, that the cosmos is, and it's expanding, right? You can feel the expansion. You can feel something happening around the back of your head. We call that the car template. You might have another name for it. By all means, use whatever terminology is serving you in your presence. There's infinite words to describe something, and then you let them all go. Because remember, labels are always dissolving themselves because your understanding, your definition of a label will always constantly transform. Yep, and, fold, and transfold. In other words, it folds itself up, dissolves itself, and then creates something new. And then you come into the non-labeling of everything, where only a label is rising up when it's required to communicate a message to someone or something within your presence itself. And then the labels disappear again. You know, we ourselves are dabbling in the botanical world within horticulture. So it's tricky, right? For all of you who are aware of it, you've got all these botanical names. So we don't resonate with botanical names. We understand why the botanist uses them because they're creating a, 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 a 
tapestry across the global so people can, um, you know, because there's different names, there's lots of common names, can identify different plants, so they've used botanical names. We don't really have a resonance with them, but within our environment where we now tapped into, there's a slither of an, an environmental awareness where we're called upon to remember those names. They won't stay, by the way, <laughs> because it's not where this vibration is at, you know. And botanists themselves are constantly changing their names because their understanding of a different family or a different genre, genus, species, um, they're creating a different awareness. But because we tune into nature at this particular frequency where it hasn't, does, there's no naming of things because it's, it's simply a symbiotic community where energy is moving from one form to another, you know, we get that there's a requirement in your world because if, say, if you're in an environment where you want to tap into an edible plant and you aren't tapping into the energy of that plant to resonate whether you can partake and ask that plant whether you can, you know, pick it and eat it. And we recommend that you do that. You know, we're not saying do it, but we're saying, you know, Indigenous cultures are synonymous with that. There's the ancient ones with Indigenous cultures that are still mobile and sharing their wisdom and it's wonderful that they're still decided to stay present within that understanding, you know, they will always ask, they'll go up to that bush food, they will go up to that plant and say, may I pick of you, may I take of you, may I partake of you, whatever words they use, but they're asking permission to pluck it. And there's those of you who say, you're right, you know, as if I'm going to do that. It's not a sentient being. It's honouring the integrity within the nature's falls which is really giving in the life force. Remember, plants clean your air. So it's honouring the integrity of that, but it's also tuning in, honouring each other. So your energy is passing into my energy, my energy is now your energy, and we're communing as one. That's really where that comes from. It's knowing that the energy is passing from one form to another. And really, when you taste something that you have communed in that way, the taste will be different. You know, it's really a lovely way. And the value system escalates. You know, we were listening to something where there was an auction going on and people are, you know, selling their properties and it may be a double block, you know. And we listened to the people that were doing that and they were bidding because it was up for auction. And what they were saying was when they were bidding was, I could make this, this and this. In other words, I can put a duplex on that. I can create a series of people where I can sell this and make a fortune. Not one actually said, so when I buy this property, I'm going to plant many more trees. I'm going to create these dwellings that are sustainable. I'm going to create water systems that will sustain. I'm going to create um, light wells that then can capture more water when the rain comes in and connect that to the gardens that have sustainable produce in them. So not one person created on that level. <laughs> not one. They were all about how many duplexes they could put on that block, you know, and how much money that they could then make. So changing our value system. So let's come back to the communing. When you've, you're communing with nature and you can recognise that one... Um, the energy is moving from one form to another. When you then go on to an auction, your thoughts are of a very different nature. You're thinking, how can I bring, you know, cross-ventilation? You're thinking, how can I bring more um, areas to play in, you know? Um, not squeeze how many buildings that I can put in and take away, you know, areas to play for the children, including yourself as an adult, whether you're an adult or a child. You know, let, let your childlike self be playful. Have a place where you can grow things, touch and be nature. Bring nature indoors so there's no separation between in and outdoors. You know, all these things. So the way you're creating from that, this frequency, is very different. But you feel so at peace with it. You don't feel at a loss. You feel more that you're in equanimity, that you have this beautiful sense of abundance, you know. In your YouTubes, you're seeing more biomimicry. So there's people that are collaborating and creating these... Um, cities that are yet to manifest and they're all green right there's no there's no walls that you can see that aren't green and the walls have a lot of open space so there's connecting from when there's um, you know intense rainfalls or there's connection when the, the sun is very intense there's a there's a canopy that's over that but the canopy is full of greenery so there's those mock-ups of those in your CAD systems and they're being shared on YouTube 
but your cities are still yet to manifest them. But those people who are putting those CAD systems and putting them on your YouTubes or sharing them virally in that way, they're using their imagination and their biomimicry skills to ignite that frequency that people want to tune in and tap into in their readiness to say, yeah, I want to do that. You know, I can do that in my own dwelling. I can do that and create that in the place that I'm living in now. I can do that. I don't have to be that architect. I don't have to be that designer. I don't have to be that neurophysicist or that that physicist or that um, biologist. I can do that. I am. I am my own biology. You know, I can create that dwelling that I'm going to feel that biomimicry energy, those beautiful natural patterns that my body is also part of, and I can make that start right here, right now. You know, I can add more water systems. I can change my, convert my um, waste that I then use, you know, when I use a toilet. I can create my own waste and use that beautiful uh, breakdowning of my own waste and I can add that back to my, my garden. I can add that back in. So I can create my own sustainable project within my own dwelling. And those of you putting up these places where, you know, they're um, units, you know, where many people live in, you can create that. If You can change the way you're designing them. You can change it so there's um, water catchment systems. You can create an aquaponic system. You can create a sustainable garden. You can create all those things. You can ensure that there are play areas for those people to create amazing communities that they connect with each other. You have that beautiful gift that you can share with those people then buy off the plan or buy those dwellings because how exciting. They have water systems that aren't relying on grid systems. They can be uh, off-grid because you're creating your own infrastructure that's sustainable for those people. How exciting. You know, go green with it. Green them up. Ensure that those those tapestries, those canopies, that they have balconies that are all green and that the building doesn't, it has all those vertical greeneries. You have that ability. You have the collateral. You have the capital to do that. Cease to be the shortcut of all that. So you can whip them up <laughs> because once you unsell them, you don't have any care, right? Because you've got what you wanted. So maybe change that. You have that ability. So changing your frequency changes your vibration to create that desire that's already seeding, the desires to create in that way. Everyone has that infinite potential. And it's never too late. It's never too late to be the change. It's never too late to take the action. It's never too late to shift your frequency and start creating because Gaia is also doing that. She's also changing her rainforest. She's expanding them. And she's tapping into all those people, you know, because humanity is changing itself as well. So those people who are on board with that, they're also creating their forest environments in their own backyard. They're creating their dwellings of that nature. We're working on this Desert Stirt Pea Flower Pod series that is biomimicked from the Desert Stirt Pea Flower. We're doing that. And we're sharing it. We're sharing it as much as we can through Patreon. We're sharing it as much as we can through um, YouTube as we evolve our own ability to create, um, you know, more insightful uh, videos. But everyone has their way of creating, you know. Everyone has their way that they can tune in and tap into. But the more you shift your frequency and elevate your vibration and become that new person that you desire to be, that wants to be the change of this and create an equitable and abundant environment, recognizing that energy is changing from one form and having a connection with your plants, communing with them, communicating with them and recognizing, yeah, they are a sentient being. They've always been that. It's not new. It's not a new science. It's always there, you know, and allowing more of your own light to come into your body. Ah, oh, take a big breath. Take a big, deep, elongated breath. Very gentle. Don't force it. Just allow it to gently go deeper and deeper and deeper, you know. And, yeah, you can feel. We, we're right now we have this beautiful uh, Shetland pony that's visiting us energetically. You know, it's nuzzling. It's feeding off our hand, you know. It's that connection. So you might be somewhere there's no beautiful animals around you. They are. You can connect with them. I mean, we have a beautiful unicorn. Yes, they exist. You know, it's not just in your fairy tales. But there's all these beautiful 
creatures. There's all these beautiful energies that are so gentle in their nature. And as you become gentle in your nature, watch how they manifest in your life. It may start with that connection through the Ajna, but then they'll start to manifest, you know, and recognize energy is everywhere. You know, you might be seem like think you're listening to this on the other side of the world, but hey, you're right in front of us. We can see you nodding. We can see you shaking your head saying, hmm. you know, we can hear you all. doesn't matter when you're tuning in listening to this. We're there. We're presence itself. So we can tune in, tap into you wherever you are. You don't necessarily have to pick up a phone or text us. In fact, far from it. In fact, we have a tendency not to use our mobile phone that much. You know, we can tune in and tap into you and come 2020, halfway through that year, we very rarely use our mobile phone. And yet there's such a dependence, <laughs> dependency. If people don't have their mobile phone, they get stressed, right? So we're talking on a different frequency, okay? So there's beautiful people like Dr. Joe doing that, you know, sharing that wonderment, sharing different meditations to help you become that new person. But we will always say you're becoming that anyway. But some people, it just is it's a lovely interchange, you know. And, and those of you who need scientific proof, this man has lots of science, backing up the stories, you know. So if you are on that path, we're not, we, but we value people like that incredibly so, a thousand times over, because those of you who need scientific proof because you're still stuck in your mental armour, that's really finding it difficult to have an expansion in openness, not a belief system. Belief systems change all the time as you're expanding a belief system. A new belief system is birthing and heaven help you. Let them go because just be open to constant expansion rather than hooking in to a belief system and saying that's your absolute. But if you need to, by all means, you'll do that. But just being open to expansion, it's so liberating and your cells feel the transformation of that. You know, and there's no need to judge another because of where they're at. You're fully immersed in wanting to be the change of the journey that you're, you're embodying. And then that just gently, naturally ripples on out. So this is what Hanuman and Lord Ganesh wanted to share with you. You know, they're always available. If you want to have a conversation with those beings, you know, they're, they're very physical. They're very physical by nature. And uh, they're uh, cosmic in itself. So feel free. There's more. There's Gautama Buddha. You know, we, we flow with these beings. You know, it's it's part of our natural existence. And, you know, we also share with the flowers. So if you want to turn it, tune in and tap into a flower that you really love, it will communicate with you. If it feels your presence in a state of non-harm, ahimsa, you know, purity of intention, it will open up its neural pathways and share its wisdom with you. It will do that naturally. If it feels you're coming from a harmful state, it will close up and you will not know and resonate with its sentient resonance. So it's up to you. You have choices, you have experiences, you have expressions. When you're ready, let go of any definition that you feel that is limiting you and let go of the, and come into the expansion of all that is. So go into your breath. Feel at ease in your solar plexus. Let go of the tension that's been binding you for so long. And feel your muladhara connecting deeply in as Gaia itself. You know, and feel the cosmos through the sky element, through the, the, the beautiful night sky. And feel how your crown center is now fully open. You know, as a baby, that is very soft, right? It's, and it's very, very open. As an adult, you can also experience that same wonderment. It's open. And then some of you already seeing the actualization of that whole crown center completely opened up. There's no hardening of the skull. It's a soft center. And it's open, yeah, and all that light is streaming in through your hara, out through your entire vehicle, your presence itself, down out through your feet, and your feet are no longer your feet, they're the tree of life. It's always fruitful, always growing, always creating new branches and new limbs, the eight limbs of yoga. See, that's where it ties in. Patanjali was amazing. Now, yes, we say that differently, but that's how he says it within us. So, namaste to you all. Okay, so Tree of Life, Eight Limbs of Yoga. There's so much beautiful equanimity within that, okay? So wherever your flow, wherever your yogic flow is, wherever your cosmic expansion is, whatever words come to mind, be at peace with them because there's so many words we could use. We're using what words resonate with us. But the Eight Limbs of Yoga is also part of what Dr. Joe is also sharing 
You know, there's so many ways to tune in ta and tap into soundless to sound frequencies. But tune into where you don't go all into the head, you come into the heart center. Because when you're in the heart center, that unconditional flow, that those frequency of vibration, you're emanating that unconditional love. It's capable, you know, those of you who are tapped into Ama, you know, <laughs> she's the embodiment of it. But so are you when you tap into that frequency of light. That's it. Yep, that's it. Ah, take it all in, breathe it all in, share your wonderment. So Hanuman is just sharing now that beating of the heart center, that rhythm, yeah, tapping the heart, feel the tapping, beating of the drum. So tapping your heart center, you know, awakening the heart, opening and spanning. So feel free if you're inclined to just start tapping your heart beating with your hands. It's a gentle flow, but your hands will take over because your subconscious now knows the depth, yep, and the strength you need to awaken your heart center. Tap it away. Uh, see, we're demonstrating what, yeah, Hanuman is tapping out this body's chest center, the cavity. Yep, that's it. Shifting your vibration. Uh, see, we're just sharing the sound because we're doing this. Opening, awakening. Yep. And keep doing that until you feel, yep, that vibration within your heart center has tapped into something. Yep. This is Hanuman. So Hanuman has the face of a monkey, which is, you know, yeah. But if you go into the Congo and you see the apes and they want to show their bravado and they're, they're marking their territory, they'll beat their chest. Okay, this is your heart center. So that empowered state, rising up, shifting your frequency. Yep. Okay. <laughs> It's a little exercise, but you're buzzing right now, right? Those of you who did feel that, that impulse to do that, you're, you're buzzing. Okay, and you're not in your head. Your head's all buzzing. Like, woo, we got that woo happening. You're grounded. Remember your Gaia, the earth element. You're grounded. It's a grounding sensation, but you're buzzing. It's really great for your circulation, by the way. Your vascular system is pumping. Okay, and your body or subconscious knows the gentleness, whether you need to go a little bit harder or you need to soften the, yep, that's it. Trust your, trust your subconscious knows what it's doing. You know, you're fortifying your spine, you're fortifying the base chakra, the base of your spine. You're feeling your expansion in your lungs. Your ajna is wide open. Your crown center has now got that softness, so it's cocooning, so the, yep, the crown is feeling soft. And your hara has been fortified with a renewed state of and restored. And also different tapestries of light have come into playfulness. It's all a natural flow. Now your energy knows how to navigate these neural pathways. It does it, yeah, it knows. So you know that you get that. Uh, so we're going to wind this podcast because Hanuman and Ganesha are in your presence. And, you know, it's nothing to do with belief systems. You don't need to Google who they are. Feel the presence and the embodiment if you're drawn to. If you're not, this, you know, something else will come your way. Maybe you're drawn to Kautama Buddha. Maybe you're drawn to Krishna. Maybe you're drawn to Lord Shiva. Maybe you're drawn to Bhavati, Lakshmi, Vishnu. Maybe you're drawn to Kuan Yin. Maybe you're drawn to that which is you, which is all of the above and more. You know, maybe you're really ready to primordially connect, but definitely Hanuman is navigating this neural pathway. Yeah, he's really cool. He's so lovely. He's so kind. Okay, so sometimes it's nice to have a friend, right? When you, you know, when you feel like you're feeling quite alone in this journey, you've got friends. They're always there. You know, they're always there. Let go of a belief system and please let go of the need to Google them. Get to know who we are. Get to know who you are. You, you <laughs> Someone just said, yeah, I can Google myself on Instagram, right? <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever works for you. <laughs> or get to know the you knew that you haven't had a chance to post on Instagram, right? <laughs> or up on um, Facebook, you know. We tend to not use those mediums very much, but we, you know, all mediums are what they are with how they're utilized. So whatever works for you. 
they're ways of sharing, right? We tend to share through neural pathways, you know, and we do love to do the podcast just because they're an easier way for us to share a particular frequency. Um, Patreon, we're going to we're going to be doing more videos, but we haven't had a chance to get on board with that yet, but we will do those. But we do find videos tend to be quite limiting in the way we love to share soundless-to-sound frequency vibration because people lock onto the imagery and our imagery is constantly transforming. So in our podcast, it's easier because it doesn't matter where you're listening. As you listen, as you shift your frequency, you'll hear differently. You know, with videos, it's a little bit more tricky to embody that. So anyway, we'll wrap up this podcast. Thank you so much, as we said in the beginning, for for opening up to the infinite possibilities. There are many beautiful people sharing the wonderment. We mentioned Dr. Dr. Joe um, and he's amazing. You can tune in, tap in. He does lots of YouTubes. He's got his own website. Um, but if you feel that it will serve you and you need that tactile, he does many, many live events. Um, but there's lots of people, right? You, you've met many. You, you know, Some of you were drawn to Ramada. Some of you were drawn to Muktananda. Some of you were drawn to Shiri Sai Baba. You know, some of you who need that, that scientific backing, this guy has it. So, you know, I'll tune into what do we do. Well, there's so many more podcasts. We're going to go deeper, 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 deeper into frequency vibration. Uh, 2020, we're going to share a very different neural pathway with you. And we're able to do that because those of you who have been listening are ready to hear it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing that. We wouldn't bother. There'd be no point. There'd be no one ready to listen. Or even tap in with us because these are live podcasts. We're able to tap into all of you no matter what time continuum you're tapping into. We can be present within you, with you, and uh, by your side or anywhere you'd like. And we tap into that as you can too. So... We look forward to creating our next podcast with you. 2020 is an exciting era um, and we we will very much share from the timelessness of existence and we will share that in the next podcast with Lord Shiva, Ganesh and uh, Om Mahalakshmi will be coming into that podcast as well and so is Sarasvati. So stay tuned, tune into yourself, keep expanding in your own readiness, allow the rippling of your soundless to sound frequency, share in the presence of existence, remember Water element is vital and it is also in abundance. So, yogis, please tap into that frequency, come into a state of abundance with that and share the ripple effect around the world globally. Namaste to you all. Happy journeying and we'll catch up with you shortly. Bye for now.